Hello everybody, it's Susie Tuchinski with Adaptive Mobility Services back with another episode of You Ask, We Answer, all things to do with OT and driving. So today's question comes from Jalinda. Jalinda's a wonderful OT driving specialist. I believe she's out in Ohio. And so she writes in with this question. She says, we just purchased a new lowered van for our program with a Braun Ability Lift System. They are trying to work with us on having it do both. Oh, they're trying to make sure that there's both a transfer seat and the the driver can drive from a wheelchair. Okay, so it sounds like you're making sure you've got the seat that rolls in and out as well as the locking beast for the wheelchair so that you can um, work with both clients who drive from a wheelchair or could transfer into the driver's seat. We currently have a car with a left foot accelerator and the car is also adapted with SureGrip feather light electronic hand controls. In this van, we want to max out and get new hand controls and have different options. What are your recommendations and feelings on this? So the first thing I recommend if you're going to add a vehicle, you know, so this is awesome, really exciting. If you've already have a car and you're adding another vehicle to your fleet and you're hoping to expand, one of the things I encourage you to think about is what is the goal of this vehicle? You know, so it sounds like already you're thinking about individuals who might need to drive from a wheelchair. And so thinking about those individuals, what type of equipment are they more likely to need? So if you have somebody, for example, um, a common need would be a spinal cord injury, right? Are they going to do well with the traditional hand control, you know, the, the lower technology hand control options? Do you need to start thinking about higher tech options as well? So that's the first thing I would consider and think about. Um, I think it's really it's really easy to get excited and want to put everything in a car. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing that and having lots of different options. But I encourage you to really think about what you need. So, for example, when I added the Subaru, I knew that that vehicle was going to be for individuals who could transfer into and out of the vehicle itself. I went with lower technology. Um, and if you, the, I'm just as a backup, I'm talking about technology in terms of the spectrum of driver services where they break it into no technology, low technology, and high technology. So low technology would be um, hand controls, you know, standard hand controls, push-pull, left foot accelerator steering devices. So with the Subaru, I knew the individual would have to be able to transfer into the vehicle, and so low technology options were great. I wanted to add left and right side options, and you know, so I went from there. In the Tesla, I want to put minimal equipment in here. This vehicle is actually geared towards a specific client with neurological disorders, geared towards the mo- more of the lower extremities. So we're thinking about the individual who's going to be driving with a hand control. And so I'm picking equipment based on that and, and, and what I want, you know, versus if you're running a program who predominantly works with older adults, you might just need a simple setup um, and think about what you need from there as well. So just that's my first thought is prioritize what you need and think about the clients that you plan to serve. Um, The next thing I recommend is, you know, do your homework. There are um, three major brands out there when it comes to hand controls. You know, you mentioned that you've already are connected with SureGrip. It might be worth it to explore the other options as well through Mobility Innovations, which is the group MPD and Weigel. They formed Mobility Innovations or MPS Guido Simplex. What I found is um, 
you know, I like to think about the different hand controls and what they offer. And sometimes having different sets and different vehicles also works well for giving different options. You know, it really comes down to um, your preference. So as you do your research, one of the things I really recommend if you're able to is try before you buy, because there are little differences and little nuances for the different pieces of equipment. You know, and um, what I found over the years is it's, I'm not always brand specific, excuse me, brand specific or brand loyal. Um, there's often different, uh, you know, like I like one hand control from this company and I like another hand control from this company and I like this left foot accelerator from a different company. Um, and so it, it's sometimes it's nice to be able to mix and match or to have different options in different vehicles. So just think about that. One of the great places to touch and try things, of course, is at the Aided Conference. Um, this year they're having, so it's two, 2021. So this year they're having their first joint conference with NAMIDA, the National Mobility Equipment Dealership Association. That's coming up in September. And one of the things I really like is that it's got a really big involved expo hall where they have the different vehicles, the different equipment, and they often have signups where you can test drive the equipment. So could be a really great opportunity for exploring the different pieces of equipment or exploring a different brand of equipment if you're going that direction. Also a great place to connect with the different, you know, um, brands and vendors to find out what they offer as far as instructor sets, you know, so it's kind of neat. Most of these companies are coming up with their own instructor sets. Um, so they've got it set up where they can use one mounting bracket. You've got left hand controls, right hand controls, and so on and so forth. The other thing I'll say um, you want to think about is if the seat is coming in and out, you know, having a good conversation with your mechanic and the installer. I personally, you know, I've got a great working relationship with my mechanic. I really enjoy calling him. Um, I always like to go with an idea of what I'm thinking and then run it past him. But, you know, having conversations with the mechanic as well as with the salesperson for the vendor can be really helpful for picking out equipment, you know. So going and saying, okay, this is the type of vehicle I plan to purchase. What do you think about this set, this set, this set? Is it going to fit? Is it going to work? What's your comfort for installing that? Do you have any other thoughts? Having that open communication is a nice thing to have. You know, um, one thing I've found over the years is... Um, no secret, I'm kind of a big fan of Vigil's Compact 2 uh, seat bracket or floor bracket push-pull hand control. Well, that hand control works fantastic in a traditional setup, but it can be a little tricky to install when we're talking about someone who's using a six-way transfer seat in a minivan or who might be driving up. Um, and driving from their wheelchair. So just having a conversation with the mechanic about those different pieces and how they might be installed and what options are available, I think is really important as well. And, and just making sure it all fits together. So those are kind of my big takeaways. You know, do your research, try as much as you can before you buy it. Think about your client and what they are going to need. Um, think about what you want to offer in your program and connect with your, you know, the, the, the manufacturer of the equipment as well as the vendor who's installing and selling the equipment to make sure, you know, that you're kind of covering all your bases. Uh, my last thought with the vendor is um, I'm out here on the East Coast. And so my vendors 
have certain experiences with certain companies, you know, where they've where they've installed and worked with that equipment over the years um, versus newer programs or different companies, they, they might have not have the same experience. So, for example, you know, my vendor, if we're thinking about sneakers, you know, understands the Nike and the Reebok and the Under Armour, but they don't quite understand how to install um, uh, which another sneaker company uh like Adidas, right? So connecting again with the vendor and finding out where their comfort level is with equipment can also be a good place to start and to have a conversation. Um, you want to have equipment in your car that they're going to be comfortable installing in other people's car. And that doesn't mean that you can't explore new options. It's just having that conversation again with the vendor and the installer to make sure that they've got the training and the expertise they need as well. Okay, I hope this helps you out when you're thinking about your van. This is a really exciting period and a really exciting thing to do. I'm so happy that your program is expanding. We're seeing more and more, I'm personally seeing more and more um, incomplete spinal cord injuries with people who are getting out and about and having more and more options available, I think is a fantastic thing. Um, So wishing you and your program a lot of luck, Jalinda. Thanks for writing in. As always, if you guys have questions, please keep them coming. You can send them to me at Susie at AdaptiveMobility.com. You can also send them to me on Facebook through the Driving Rehab for the OT Facebook group or just through the Adaptive Mobility Facebook group as well. I'm on a personal mission to help you guys to share my knowledge and experience with OT and driving. So please reach out anytime. Keep the questions coming. You ask, I'll do my best to answer and have a great day.